1: This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 452, How I Budget with Very Irregular Self-Employed Income, part two by Kate Flanders of kateflanders.com. And I am Dan, your host. I'm here each weekday with you on Optimal Finance Daily, reading to you from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet. And maybe you've got some ideas for us. Please do come share those at oldpodcast.com, maybe a topic request, maybe an author that you'd like uh, us to try to track down and share their content with you here on the show. Anything you'd like to share, do that again at oldpodcast.com. Now, today's a continuation from yesterday. So if you're new here, I would recommend listening to yesterday's episode first. Otherwise, you'll only be hearing the back half of this article. And before we get to it, if you've been listening for a while, you probably already know that we give away books to random people on our mailing list. And that happens on the first of each month, and that's coming up pretty soon. So if you want a chance to win, make sure you join. It's totally free. Just enter your email address at oldpodcast.com. That's O-L-D podcast.com. For now, let's hear part two of Kate's post as we continue optimizing your life. How I Budget with Very Irregular Self-Employed Income, part two by Kate Flanders of kateflanders.com. Before I quit my full-time job, my monthly budgeting strategy could have been broken up into a few simple steps pay off both credit cards, personal and business, invest set amount for retirement, stockpile what was left over, invest extra lump sum for retirement at the end of the year. It was a lot easier to pay off my cards completely, save for retirement, and have extra money available when I knew there was more money coming in every couple of weeks. And not just more money, the same amount of money every payday. Spending, saving, and investing felt so much easier back then. This year, it has looked more like this set aside 25% for taxes, pay off personal card monthly, pay off business card every two to three months, sometimes carrying a small balance, invest smaller set amount for retirement monthly, stockpile what's left over so I can repeat these steps every month until the next big payday, and do some quick tax calculations before I invest an extra lump sum for retirement at the end of the year. In writing that out, it's fascinating for me to look at how many mindset shifts I've had to make over the years. First, Being self-employed means you absolutely have to become a saver, at least for your taxes, if nothing else. I've heard way too many horror stories of small business owners not saving enough for tax time, then getting hit with $10,000 to $25,000 tax bills. That would bankrupt some people. In becoming a saver, it's also interesting how important the balances of all my bank accounts is to me now. I don't feel safe unless I have at least $15,000 cash, $10,000 in savings, and at least $5,000 in checking. I also have my tax money, but that's totally separate. The other mindset shifts I've had to make are around carrying debt and investing. Regarding the business credit card I don't pay off monthly anymore, that's new for me this year. And the mindset shift is this. I have the money, but I don't want to touch my savings unless I absolutely have to. This goes against the usual personal finance advice you'll read out there, but having the savings is more important to me than being charged a little bit of interest, and the interest I earn on my savings far outweighs what I've been charged. And I'm not continually adding to my debt, digging myself into a hole. There have been just a few months where I've carried a small balance over and been charged interest for it. Whenever a big payday comes, I pay it off. And this feels okay to me right now. I'll write about my investing strategy closer to the end of the year when my numbers are more final. Right now, I can tell you that choosing to adopt an abundance mindset and applying it to my investing strategy has been working for me. I haven't invested as much as I'd like, but it's relative to my total income. And I think that's the point I want this new budgeting strategy to reflect. It's about my total income now, not my payday income or monthly income anymore. I can't rely on monthly income because that's not how I've set up my revenue streams. Instead, I have one small monthly source of income and then a handful of bigger ones paid sporadically throughout the year. Knowing that, I can't maintain my old budgeting strategies. Instead, my behaviors are more like those of a squirrel now. When I get a good source, I make sure my immediate needs are met and then stockpile what's left over so I have enough to survive for a few months. Considering that I focus on my total income now, you might be curious to see how it's broken up each quarter. As of today, I've earned a little over $51,000 in 2017, and I've earned almost the exact same amount each quarter so far, the quarters being those in your usual calendar year, January to March, April to June, July to September, and October to December. Those numbers will change soon, though. Since being self-employed, quarter four has always been my highest earning time of the year. I know I'll earn at least $15,000 more this quarter, but there's potential for that to double or even triple with the new mindful budgeting. That means my total income for the year will be a minimum of $66,000, which is an average salary here. But if mindful budgeting does well, it could be closer to a six-figure salary. If that happens, my new budgeting strategy would require me to save more for taxes, pay off my cards, then help me make a lump sum investment for retirement and stockpile the rest for however many months it'll be until my next payday because that's what life looks like now. There are months with big paydays and months with little to no income at all. Before I quit my job, I hadn't prepared myself for this, and I will say it is not for the faint of heart. I still have moments when I don't feel comfortable with how irregular it is, or when I hate not being able to save more on a regular basis. But that's not where I'm at in my business yet. This is. I would love to get to a place where I'm earning 90,000 plus every year, because I've done enough calculations to see that's the amount that would allow me to run my business pay my taxes, and invest the amount I really want to for my future. That's the one big thing earning irregular income has affected, the future. That includes owning a small home one day and being able to adopt any dog, no matter what medical costs they have, and at least semi-retiring. I'll probably write forever but don't want to rely on income forever. I'm obviously all for living in the moment and I'm enjoying growing this blog and my writing business slowly my own way, but I also care about the future. This post has gotten long enough, but we'll talk about that more later this year too. For now, I will say thanks for being part of this ever-evolving journey with me. I love being able to share these things with you and I love that we can learn from each other and grow together here. Having honest money conversations is going to be a big part of the work I'll be doing in 2018. So consider this just the beginning. You just listened to part two of the post titled How I Budget with Very Irregular Self-Employed Income by Kate Flanders of kateflanders.com.
0: Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear, upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial.
1: And once again, if you want to have a chance to win a book from us, make sure you're on our mailing list over at oldpodcast.com. You'll also get some free financial spreadsheets from us, including one that shows when you can retire, as well as a video tutorial, a weekly email with life tips, quotes, and more. So for all of that, come join our weekly newsletter mailing list at old. Podcast.com. that's oldpodcast.com and that's it for today's show thank you so much for listening as always have a great rest of your day and i will see you in tomorrow's show where your optimal life awaits hello life optimizer this is justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast but also optimal living daily the show where i read to you from even more blogs covering finance productivity minimalism personal development and more